Welcome to Elements of Styles, the business podcast that trades in scarce thinking for community, conversation, and ideas in abundance. Each week, I, Mark Styles, sit with professionals and entrepreneurs, both local and global, and learn how they each add value to their communities, their partners, and their teams. Please enjoy. Hey, everybody. Producer Tom here. Today, we're sharing a recent episode of Ringmaster's podcast, Creating the Greatest Show, in which Mark and fellow guest Sarah Torville talk with host Casey Cheshire about their experiences starting their own podcast, the hurdles they faced, and the ways it's helped them grow as entrepreneurs. Enjoy. I am so excited for today. We have a special show. This is much more of a a conversation. And guess what? I have two energy drinks. I have coffee and an energy drink because we have two guests today. Um, two professionals, two fellow EO members and hosts of EO Chapter Podcast. And so today is going to be a special episode about entrepreneurs organization and chapters and chapter podcasts. And so my first guest today in the red corner um, is an entrepreneur and a global PR pro, uh, is at the communications co-chair in EO Atlanta and the host of the EO Atlanta podcast, Taking Flight, an Entrepreneur's Journey. CEO and founder of Media Frenzy Global, Sarah Torville, welcome. Thank you. And you followed those practices perfectly that you taught us, Casey. <laughs> you know. You know. It was dynamic. Thank you. If for you know, you know. <laughs> I know the process. I love it. Well, my next guest today in the blue corner is an entrepreneur and an attorney, a speaker as well, host of the Elements of Styles podcast and the EO Boston podcast. Leadership in Action, Principal at Styles Law, and Secure Title, Mark Styles. Welcome, sir. I got I to gotta get better at that case. Like, I need that training that Sarah's talking about. That intro is dynamic. I love it. And it gets the energy going, right? Right? Get yeah. us going. Get it going. Get the guests fired up. Let's go. Yes. Yes. It's like, what's great, what's great about this show is it's all meta because this is creating the greatest show. It's all about creating great podcasts. And just diving in while we're on one to what makes it good and what makes it successful. So I just want to start right off the bat, throw this question out there. And I won't even say who wants to answer it first. Just whoever wants to jump on this. What is the most important ingredient for successful podcasts? Energy. Energy. I mean, really, it's like, you know, you can have a great guest, but if they're flat... And just not like you can't feel the energy. I think that really does impact the myself, for example. Can you yeah. know you're trying to get the energy going, and it's a bit like it's a bit flat. And I think I think you know, especially when you're driving and you're listening to these podcasts, and you're you're you take some time to watch it. You want to be inspired. And I think energy behind actually anything we do is makes a significant impact to the outcome. Um, so that would definitely be my answer. It's so true. I mean, I, I feel about those experiences where you learn a lot from the opposite of that. When they don't have energy, man, can it drag. Uh, Mark, have you had any of that? Have you had like a low energy guest? And you know, you don't have to say um, what the name is or what it rhymes with, but. <laughs> uh, yes. The answer is definitely yes. And I beat myself up about it sometimes because I'm like, I didn't, I didn't rise the energy high. And I couldn't, I couldn't lift this person to a level that I would want to listen to. And, um, but I also, you know, after a bunch of episodes, realize, okay, you know, a pre-call is super, super necessary. Thank you, Casey and Ringmaster for introducing that concept. Yeah. But B, you can't bring everybody's energy up. So, you know, sometimes you're into a 
romantic comedy and sometimes you're into like a dark comedy, you know, and, you know, depending on where that conversation goes, you know, meet the person where they're at. But it it's definitely not as enjoyable for me unless and what I was how I was going to answer this is the my level of curiosity selfishly. Yeah. Right. If I'm kind of bored and the energy goes hand in hand with that, like if that person has low energy and is doing something that's boring, which on um, Leadership in Action, the EO Boston podcast, I haven't had that yet because, you know, I'm really interested in entrepreneurism and I'm really interested in what these people have done. So I'm not seeing it there as much. I won't say that about my own uh, business to business podcast where it's been like, I'm interrogating somebody right now. Like I'm asking them questions and they're giving yes and no answers like this. Yeah. Is it working? And I'm helping them. I'm I'm creating a piece of content for them to help them, but it's actually potentially gonna hurt them if you know, if it uh not good. If it gets out there, you know. I think also on that point, if I can just point out you you raised Please. a good point there, Mark, about you know, when you're asking them questions and giving you one word answers. I think those have been my most challenging of podcasts. Um there's been a couple in particular where they just, you know, they and just as individuals, they're not people to just. It's nothing wrong with it. They're just not people to kind of go on and, you know, keep talking about the same matter. They give an answer, and we move on. And yeah, that's hard, isn't it? Because you're trying to quiz the question a bit more, at, but they've given their answer. That's just who they are. And it's like, I mean, I've you know, I've had some which have finished like nearly, only just made it to twenty minutes. Um, there was nothing wrong in it. It was short and sharp and sweet. But I like to kind of be able to, I'm not ever telling anyone we're going to do the 5% because why would they share the 5% on a podcast? Live in front of everyone. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm trying to get them closer to a 5% as best as I can. Yeah. Well, that's where the EO podcast is so fun, right? Because you have those shared experiences. You have that training and vulnerability. You have that connection with that person that you can go deep and yeah. get curious, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with the EO podcast for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I took us to a dark place, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for bringing us out of that, Mark. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can, can you each describe for a moment um, what your chapter is doing and how it's been so far? So we're evolving. Um, we're figuring it out as we go. So a lot of it was initially, Let's let's um, have conversations with other entrepreneurs and figure out what they're doing. And, you know, that that powerful thesis question that you have uh, created for us, it it really opens up a whole wide range of dialogue. And that's, you know, tell us what myth, you know, deep. I haven't done one in a while case. Um, (laughs) Blow up the myth of entrepreneurship. You know what what what's out there that the general population thinks about with respect to entrepreneur and business owners and, you know, let's talk about it. And it, and it opens up a, a really wide, wide conversation that can go in a lot of different directions, kind of like this one. Um, but we're also experimenting with, um, prospects. So folks that have shown interest, not yet commitment to EO and let's say, Hey, you want to get on a podcast? It's, you know, it's thought leadership. Give it a go. Why not? What's the worst thing that could happen? And those conversations are very different because those people haven't experienced 
EO training and, you know, uh, EO forums and EO coaching and EO, you know, the one-on-ones and all of what goes along with that community. So it's a very different conversation. It's kind of a hybrid of speaking with, you know, the EO chapter members and my business uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting, but I, I love the challenge, right? Because it's like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Like, you know, sometimes you start going down a path and you realize, wow, didn't know we were going to go down this path. And that's the curiosity that I think is so important. You know, if I can dial in, I don't do a lot of research on the guests for, uh, EO Boston, uh, you know, ringmaster again, um, does it all right. So. I, they schedule a half hour pre-call for me, which again, I want to thank you all for introducing that concept, that script, that organizational process to it. Super important half hour and then an hour for recording. And that's my whole commitment to, to the, to the give, but you all giving that organization has made it really easy to talk with people and have conversations, but you get to know them in that pre-call. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you get to prepare like, okay, I got a good understanding about what you're doing for business. You know, as Oprah said, let's save it for the show. But now I understand you as a person a little bit better. I'm going to get to know you really well in 60 minutes. But right now, like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go in. I know you now. Let's go. Yeah. Powerful. And I definitely made a note. We're going to definitely want to chat about that pre-call. Uh, I know you're a fan and uh, mm-hmm. it's just a great topic, I think, for podcasters. But before we do, Sarah, could you tell us about the EO Atlanta podcast? Yes. I mean, uh, I mean, we are regarded as a um, fairly large size um, uh, chapter anyway. So we're not really looking too much for recruitment. So our podcast uh, objectives are very much about retention and about really providing entrepreneurs with a platform to tell their story, to help educate other people within EO Atlanta. Um, so, you know, that retention, but also the education, the knowledge, I mean, we all know how much value we get from EO. This is just another platform to provide value. Um, and it's definitely doing that. I mean, we're, people are talking about it a lot. Um, and they send me messages telling me how they've listened to every podcast and, you know, they're learning something all the time and thank you for this and thank you for that. And I'm like, my, it's my pleasure. Like I flip and love it. So it's like, this is my calling. I should have done this years ago. Um, I always wanted to be a broadcast journalist. I just took the PR route instead. Now I feel like I have both. So, yeah. Um, no yeah, looking back. <laughs> no, this is definitely a calling for me. So I don't want anyone to take it away from me. Like, how long can I keep the podcast for? Um, uh, yeah. How do we find it? What's it called again? It's called um, EO Atlanta Taking Flight. Love it. Yeah. And it's I know you said it earlier, Casey, but I was like, like focused on, you know, what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And, and we'll put links in the show notes for everyone that's yeah. listening to. Yeah. So no, it's just, it's just, I mean, I want to get smarter with it. I feel like right now our focus has been, let's just get the podcast going. Let's get good people on. And I think at first it was like, let's just get anyone on it. Um, yeah. And, um, and, you know, and. That's fine. Everyone is good. I don't get me wrong. I, I want to speak to everybody. But then you start to think like, well, actually, I really want to seek out not specific people, but people where you know there's people who have told you, oh, you need to speak to that person because they had it difficult. Like they had it really hard. And I, I am now trying to seek people out a bit more. 
Um, but I want to get even smarter than that. Like to the point where I don't feel like we're looking at a calendar like me. I'm not looking at a calendar and thinking, oh, it's International Women's Month. We should really, you know, go full force mm. on that. We're not doing that yet. But I think that's because we've been very focused on just, like I say, getting good people coming through. Um, but there's a way, and I, I just think we really just tapped 10% of this. There's so much more opportunity to do with this podcast. Yeah. Themes could be just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Grouping yeah. a certain type of speaker, group of speaker. Yeah. That actually helped me write my book back in the day. And right. I, I made each month of the year a different theme of, in this case, marketing. Like this was landing pages. This was something else. This was something else. Right. And then it kind of cohesively came together. But I love the idea of, you know, time, especially if the chapter has a, a new theme with the new president coming in and they want to just yeah. emphasize yeah. a particular yeah, a point. particular theme. Yeah, that's yeah. really that's really powerful. Like a like a limited series. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But I like even it. like doing more of this. I'm just thinking, why could I not pull together groups of people right. and have a conversation like this? I don't know if we're there yet. I think we're still building momentum. But I think maybe another five or six months we can start to just think about how do we add even more value, um, bringing people together and having those kind of eclectic conversations. How many are you doing a week? I think right, I've pulled it back because it was a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I feel like I do as EO and I'm trying to run a business. Um, <laughs> how many am I doing? Isn't that the story of the board, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, board, podcast, and run a business. Oh, and I just keep, in, honestly, I'm just now getting involved in too many things. Um, I don't know. I think I'm doing no more than two a week, two or three a week. I think we're trying to do two a week. So we obviously you've got the prep call and the recording. So really it's four hours a week. It's, and I would say the same as you. I mean, Ringmaster and you know, Casey, I have been singing your praises left, right and center, left, right and center, because the organization of it is incredible. Like you say, Mark, you just, you literally turn up. And I used to run my own podcast and I never just turned up. It was a lot of work. And that's probably the biggest obstacle for most people, right? Like, I don't have the time. I would love yeah. to do it, but I don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to, we're not going to mention dollar value, but for the money as well. So I'm going to really plug you here, Casey. But like, oh, wow. <laughs> the, the value. I mean, you can't create content for that monthly fee and have it organized and it's rich content, it's video, it's audio, it's thought leadership. It's like, I mean, it's a no brainer. So yeah. It's so, yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's so clips. Let's go, and let's it's, go off of that. Let, like if, if someone is listening to this and they're from a different chapter, uh, you know, first and foremost, what do you say to other chapters who don't have a podcast yet? What are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. What are you um, waiting for? Yeah, well, I, would, I would say missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. I mean, you, you, most entrepreneurs are early adopters for the most part. Like we're on the, we're on the scale here. Like we're moving past early adopter and podcasts. Like this is becoming a real medium. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, talk to me about the learning curve of when we first got started, when we launched the podcast together or uh, when we took it over, Mark, and we, we, exchange hands because I, I actually started out hosting the, the EO Boston podcast and then um, I passed the baton to you, Mark. So um, could you could you talk about maybe Sarah, start with start with you. What was it like to to adopt the process? 
um, you know, you know, go through the learning and figuring out how to be a be a host. You've already done a podcast before, Mark as well. Yeah. Already having done a podcast. So what was that transition like? For me, I just knew I had to give it the time and commitment to I wanted to I was very thorough with everything you sent to me. You know, I remember you sending me videos and saying, before we get on a call, watch this video. Before we do that, da, 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 da. And I remember just thinking, I don't want to screw up on this because this is a podcast. It's a video recording. I'm representing EO. I want to get it right. So I had a, I put the pressure on me to do that. But you made it very simple. Um, but it just said, yeah, at first it was a little bit overwhelming. There's a lot. There is a lot up front. You know, you just yeah. got to give it that commitment up front and say, okay, let me just ride the first six weeks out. And then I'll be, you know, I'll get some type of flow going. So. Um, for me, it was, no, it was just making sure I was being tenacious about following instructions. It's like, you guys are the experts. I'm not. Um, I think I can do my job well as a host, but I don't know the right process to put in sure. place. But you made that process very, very simple. So I just gave it the time it needed. Yeah. Have you taken a moment, maybe even just right now, because I was just, this is happening to me when I was thinking about, now you have this podcast, it's called Taking Flight, an Entrepreneur's mm -hmm. Journey. Like these are things we sort of, materialize and we're brainstorming together and yeah. and hashing out and we, we didn't want airplanes but we wanted something entrepreneurial yeah. we wanted the vision of atlanta and the the branding it, yeah. it's just amazing to see things come come alive really yeah no i mean it works and i use the analogy all the time for the podcast i'll say you know like who were the co-pilots when you were taking flight <laughs> yeah you know, there, there's so many analogies and people go off and they're like oh yeah like yeah, on the on the analogy of the on you know the flight, so that that no, they like it, and and the reality, the taking flight bit, is it's not like you're just taking flight at the beginning. You can be retaking flight, you know, middle way through your career, taking flight with another business venture, um, you know. And, and I like to get to the essence of what made someone take flight in the first place, because that's actually when you get to the interesting part, you know, like. Listening to the stories of what happened to people to make them become entrepreneurs is what I get really interested in. And actually my, I think I'm probably jumping ahead here, but I was thinking when you asked me last week, Casey, like what was the most inspiring, you know, thing you've taken away from the podcast is that I actually feel probably 95% of the people I've interviewed had a very humble beginning. Mm. So, you know, which is, I suppose, no surprise because you kind of, you're grafting and you're working hard to become an entrepreneur, but it has amazed me that, like I say, 95% of people did not have it easy and they decided to become entrepreneurs. And so I like to get to the, I want to dig into that. Not, not what, I don't want to dig into their personal life, but I want to understand the trigger points that made them become an entrepreneur. Cause I think that's very fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. That, that unique journey. I think it's important. I, all of our shows get into that, right? They, they start out, we talk shop, we learn from them, but then, you know, very quickly and some quicker than others, we, we get right into who, you know, all that stuff aside, all the ink awards and all these other, you know, accolades yeah. you've had, who, who is that, that young entrepreneur that was in there that initially had that spark and, yeah. and that, I mean, Mark, to your point about curiosity, I mean, what, what's not to be curious about when you, when you hear yeah. about someone's journey like that. Right. When they teach by story, I can't wait to listen to Sarah's podcast. Um, it was challenging for me, buddy, to start the uh, working on the EO podcast. And, and it was simply because 
I had trained, I had probably what 80 episodes done on my DIY, right? Like do it yourself business to business podcast. Um, and you know, bloody, you know, scarred, dirty, just trying to figure things out, falling on my face, you know, getting up, dusting off, convincing people, come on, it'll be great. Like no pre-call. You, you know me, you trust me. Come on, just jump on. We'll do it. It'll be awesome. It'll be fine. First, yeah. It'll be great. It'll be great. But what I learned doing that business to business podcast was this acronym. I, I, I think it was my buddy, Eric, uh, from Sandler who, who told me this one, um, shout out to Eric Warner. Um, wait, why am I talking? W A I T. Why am I talking? So I would sit there with it and it was, it was really, um, life altering, right? Because I tend to interrupt people. I tend to be a ID on the disc, right? So I was training myself to have folks talk more, right? So it was more of a how, what, where, when, and, and have them tell their story. And I would say 90% of this is got to be you for this to work for this format that we're creating here for you. 90% has to be you. 10% is me. I'm going to keep you going. I'm going to take you in directions. We're going to see each other. I'm going to, I'm going to direct you in a path that I think will be effective, but it's, it's you. So it's going to be awkward when, you know, you feel like you're talking too much, but I'm going to be sitting there going, yes, more, 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 more. So, so enter Boston EO podcast. And it's like, Casey, it's a conversation. No, Mark, we want you to have a conversation. So it was, it's, it's been clunky to start because I'm so used to what I was doing, which is like, oh, how? Oh, that's why? What? You know, and now it's, you know, I saw this on, you know, such and such. And, you know, I, this is what I think, you know, where that didn't enter in on the other podcast. So it's been challenging with, with a slight hint of imposter syndrome, right? A little sure. sprinkle of imposter syndrome onto the sauce. So I'm like, you know, yeah. am I with these people? You know, can I? Can I connect with them? Are they, you know, uh, and, and that it is really deep in my relationship at EO, by the way, like yeah. by interviewing these people, I might not have met them at an event, a learning event. And I started EO in COVID. So I started EO like this through a, through a zoom lens, you know, so it's, it, it's been great. I love it. Um, I hope people are enjoying it because it's going to be tough to pull it away from me. Tell me more about that. I've, I've heard that. I've experienced that. I, I, I once, and I'd love to hear from this, uh, from you, Sarah, on this too. I, I was once at an EO event and, um, and I met someone and, and we, you know, we, we had, we had interviewed actually, we had interviewed and there's these two different people we had interviewed and one was asking me to introduce them to the other. And I was like, absolutely. And, and to yeah. your point, Mark, I actually knew what this newer member looked like because I had spent an hour chatting with them. Otherwise, what, you know, unless you, integrations all figured out you maybe don't know who they are even um which is a whole nother problem for another podcast but i was able to then walk them both over to each other introduce them and mention that they both had episodes on the podcast and, and, and the newer member actually listened to the more experienced members podcast so knew more about them and then Love that it. kind of just started the whole conversation and i thought this is amazing not only do i know these people now but it's great that other people get to know like they jump ahead in that whole meet yeah. and greet yeah. thing because they've heard the whole journey, Sarah, to your point, and they've, they've kind of skipped ahead and now they understand what's behind the scenes so they can maybe do a bit more business together or just you yeah. know create a relationship. Yeah, yep. I think that connection point for sure happens. I'm, I'm hoping it happens. I'm hoping people get in a room now and say, oh, I heard 
you know, Barry's podcast and they start to, you know, they, I hope that happens. I don't know. Well, literally well, just the other you, day, right? I had an EO Atlanta member email me and mention that they were listening to you on the podcast. So right. I, that, I think that's one of the tricky parts too, is that you don't necessarily always hear that feedback uh, unless yeah. you're sitting in front of someone and they mention, oh, hey, I, I heard your interview with so-and-so. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which feels great, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, I just remember, because I think you kind of get caught up in a selfish point of view of, oh, I'm having a podcast and I'm going to learn something about someone and actually so so is everybody else it's like great because it's not you know and I think that just shows how much I enjoy it and Mark you're the same with what you said it's like and I think that's so important if if we're enjoying it hopefully other people are enjoying it too well that's our role right that's our that's our role is to is to connect that together and that's where I feel that obligation of oh I'm so glad you asked that question. I was thinking the same thing when you asked that question. That's where I'm like, oh, you got me in the heart there. Thank you. Yeah. Grateful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. My dog's joined. I hope that's okay. (laughs) There it is. It also tends to happen in the podcast. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. We've all got past COVID. We appreciate furry animals. Oh, yeah, we do. There's something about that realism, right? Yeah. So much work to polish up the professional cnn type reporter but there's something yeah. different about just two people sitting down now hopefully with some good audio yeah. <laughs> for everyone else but they're different. just talking you know yeah yeah but i think sorry audio is like one a one a for curiosity i was gonna say like you guys brought that to the center for me too right but great content bad audio i'm okay. moving on yeah right yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean the the audio it, it's just a little bit of that technical hurdle to get over so that you can make sure people continue listening to you afterward. But Mark, one of the things you had mentioned was shifting from that interview format to more of a conversation. I think it's, it's a little easier to, to just hop to the next question, right? Like here's a question and then they answer and then you hop to the next question, but there's something missing in that connection. And it's almost like when you respond to their answer, maybe with a follow-up or a story, they feel heard, like way more heard than, okay, thanks. Next question, X, Y, and Z. But it's not easy, right? It's not easy to have something coherent to say. Do you have any tips for other hosts out there? You know, it, that's a, such a great question. And I, I go into it with energy, right? So, you, so I'm, I'm energized, but I also have a blank sheet of paper in front of me. And I will jot down notes uh, to, to bring something back. But... I think that training on the other one, why am I talking, really gives me the superpower of listening. And now, after I've evolved through some of these episodes and I've gotten more confident with it, I trust that process more now. So I'm not thinking, okay, what am I going to say? I'm way over my head with this conversation. I'm getting in there, I'm paying attention, and I'm hoping that the listeners thinking the same thing I'm thinking when I ask that question or in the alternative, which is even better and a much more wonderful compliment is that was an awesome question. I wasn't even thinking about that, but whoa, was that a great question? And then it's like, uh, thank you. It's definitely the compliment for a podcaster's 
it's a great question or yeah no i just learned something about my life that i'd never actually said before i've never told this story before such a great compliment sarah any any tips or tricks you've you've discovered either the easy way or the hard way about hosting yeah i feel like it's actually only happened to me over the last few podcasts where i'm actually finding myself and, and maybe this goes against the training you gave me actually <laughs> what heresy <laughs> we want to <laughs> because we have specific questions and um and, and i go through them but i'm finding as my confidence grows I'll, I'm able to like not kind of break the conversation a bit where I kind of stop, start into my next question. I've managed to make it more fluid, which is not against what you've been telling me, but That's great. sometimes I'm not kind of using maybe the exact verbatim that I might have said to them in the first place. So, you know, I'm not trying to catch them off guard, but I'm trying to entwine my questions into a conversation. Yeah, and, and that I, curiosity and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because when you're paying attention and you're listening, you know, your thoughts are just, you know, you're wanting to add a piece to it. And so you're able to then curate a more interesting conversation. And I think a conversation is necessary. It's not a one way discussion. It's not. And I suppose so sometimes when I start out, I even find my first question. So my first question to them always is, what did you get right? when you started your entrepreneurial journey. And even that I feel mm. sometimes feels um, a bit cookie cutter because mm -hmm. I'm wanting them to feel enrichment around, we're going to have a great conversation, but at the same time, I've got to keep an order here. So there's, there's just that balance of like, there balance. is a process. I'm not going to make it cookie cutter, but I have to follow a process. Um, so I, I find that my challenge is blending the two. I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I've done the same thing where I have milestones. The hardcore marketing show that I do has these milestone questions. Uh, but this particular show, uh, Creating the Greatest Show, has a. I have like on the prep doc, I have something like 25 questions. But in the end, they haven't really become milestones like the other show. I, it's that first question. The guest is prepared. We get off to the races. And then to your point, Mark, I'm writing stuff down and in your point, Sarah, I'm just going with, I think, feel like with confidence that it helps being able to do that. But then also knowing that if you ever just had a brain fart, you could just, you have a whole page full of questions in front of you. That's true. That's true. Or if you get that person who's requiring you to ask question after question after question and is yeah. not engaging in conversation to have those, you might get lucky. You might hit lightning in a bottle and ask a question that opens them up too, yeah. right? To have those. But I love Sarah's question. What'd you get right? I mean, that's going to take us down the right positive path yeah. too. And and you, you you talk about feeling, you want people to feel, feel, feel. And that is yeah. a feel good thing. Like I won right here. Yeah. At this moment in time, I made the right decision and here's what I did. And I love that because that's that's getting them up, up in the air and off to the yeah. races. Yeah. You'll be surprised how many people, well, not many, some people might want to say, they want to answer it differently and they go, well, actually, can I tell you what I didn't get right? Because, yeah, because so many people, so, humble. yeah, and so many people have struggled and are still struggling to, and let's not say they haven't got things right, but they're still trying to figure out what they, what they got right. Um, that's true. It's yeah, classic it's, entrepreneur, right? Even, yeah. even when we the got journey. the award, we're like, yeah, but that thing wasn't correct. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, every day, I'm sure we all, I mean, I don't know about you, I feel like right now, every day I'm like, I'm not quite sure what I'm going into today, you know, because I'm, I'm in tech too. So all my clients yeah. are in technology, there's layoffs, there's so many issues. We have, you know, we have clients in the Ukraine the last couple of years, oh, all of that, you know, there's just been every day you go in going, uh, so like, what did I get right? You're like, I don't know if I got anything right today, you know, ask me tomorrow, I might tell you <laughs> things right, but so yeah, it's it's nice to have those conversations where, and I also love it where, you know, and I'm the same. Like I always say, my husband is my co-pilot, and he is. Um, and it's so nice to hear other people love feel that. exactly like that. They're like, it just shows the importance of a spouse to be an entrepreneur. It's like because that spouse tends to be the backbone in most of the people I speak to, which I find like just really comforting. Wouldn't that be interesting to interview? an EO member and their spouse on the podcast, yeah. Sarah. I love that idea. Would that be cool? That could be a limited series. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to make sure we're not doing marriage counseling. Marriage counseling. No. <laughs> they no start therapy. getting angry on the, on the therapy, podcast. So. I'm, right, sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of shows out there for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, plenty. Uh, Mark, I, I, I don't want to promise this and never get back to it. We mentioned we talked briefly about prep calls. What's your big takeaway from having that call ahead of time? Oh, man. It's everything. Oh, sure. It is everything. And I say that because I wasn't doing it before, right? So the introduction to it brought organization and process to the whole deal. And it, it, it brought validation to it, too, because immediately you're taking control. And not in, a, not in an aggressive way, but you're like, this isn't a joke. This is going to be great. And here's what exactly what we're going to do. It's going to take us 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Step one is logistics. Step two is we're going to hash out the conversation. You with me? Yeah. So it becomes, especially with the business podcast, right? I'm where the purpose of it is to help my referral partners, help them. Therefore, they're going to be happy with me and they're going to think of me when it's time to refer business. So Taking control of that process and showing them how organized you are is a representative of who you are, right? So yeah. who your organization must be, right? So we hash it out. And I will tell you, uh, Casey, again, part of the logistics we talk about is audience. You know, who's the audience? It depends on what the podcast is. But audio is so, so important. And I think it was you or somebody from your team at Ringmaster who said, listen, you know, people are going to be walking their dog, doing their dishes, on the treadmill, jogging. And you're going to be in their ears. You're going to be right there as close to their brain as you can possibly get. Have respect, respect the brain, you know? And then, and people are like, you know, I don't even know how to use Zoom, you know, on my, my uh, business to business podcast, as opposed to, you know, EO, everyone's like, all right, is this mic good? You know, but you're testing it right there. And, you know, with the other podcasts, it's like, can you go, Test it with your friends, like get a mic. Here's the mic that Casey and Ringmaster suggest right here for everyone who's watching <laughs> right there. This is the one they suggest. Shout out it's to Audio great. Technica. Audio Technica. It's, it's a great uh, delivery vehicle of great audio. So please, pretty please, you know, we've had conversations that were awesome, but the audio sucked. Therefore, the conversation didn't exist, right? And then we go into... You know, that thesis question that we always talk about, and that usually gets people's ears spinning. But then I, I quickly move away from that, 
right? Because it's too big of a conversation. And then we talk about a bunch of other things that your team gives me, right? So they do the research, they figured it out. I've got the bullets. I'm again, I'm a high D on the disc personality. So you've got the bullets exactly the way I like them. And I have a mini conversation, but a lot of times it's like, don't tell me about that yet. Like surprise me on the show so that it can be more authentic. And you all were talking about ABC, CBS, NBC, all the production, CNN, whatever. This is so much more authentic. And I think that's really what it gets to is that people are like engaged because it's authentic. It's not polished. It's not studio. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I feel like we could, all three of us could talk all day and we should, we should. Um, so to wrap this thing up, uh, where can people get a hold of your podcasts? And then one final parting thought about EO chapter podcasts. Well, it's called EO Atlanta taking flight. So please do take a look at it, uh, listen to it, uh, watch it. We are on all the platforms. Oh my gosh, Casey, I don't know. We are on the uh, Apple podcast or on YouTube. Um, we have links on our EO Atlanta LinkedIn, our EO Atlanta Instagram, our WhatsApp group. I mean, it's everywhere. We're pushing and promoting it, um, which is great. We have a great social media team at EO Atlanta. So I'm really grateful to them. Um, and what was the last question? Sorry, Casey. Uh- parting parting words for a chap who doesn't have a podcast oh okay um it just it is it is a it's a missed opportunity and i think you know i mean i'm in marketing communications but as you know it's what i've been doing for the last 30 years and i you know podcasts are just picked up so much steam um that you know, people are in the car or they're at home and they, a lot of people who even work from home like to take time and go for a walk. I meet dog walkers all the time listening to podcasts. It's like, it's a, it's a platform you're missing out on uh, and it's cost effective and it's a lot of fun. So I, I don't know. There's nothing negative in a podcast. It's only positive. Love that. Mark, how about you? Where's your pod and pods and Final thoughts on the podcast for a chapter. Uh, so you can find Leadership in Action, the Boston chapter podcast, the Boston chapter of Entrepreneurs Organization podcast, Leadership in Action can be found anywhere you consume podcasts, including okay. YouTube, which I don't do on my other podcast because we don't do video. But LinkedIn has a wonderful presence, our Boston EO chapter pushes it out. I think the folks at Ringmaster also push it out. Um, in addition, it is Leadership in Action, the Boston EO Chapter podcast. And my business to business one is, uh, it's not video. So Spotify is my audible choice. It's because I'm not an Apple person, I guess, but I love all things audible on Spotify and it's called Elements of Styles. It was a play on the Strunk and White grammar book because I've never been good at grammar. Uh, elements of style and uh, shout out to Tom McCoy who thought of that name for me. Appreciate you, brother. Awesome. And final, final thought for a chapter that doesn't have a podcast yet. Call me. I'd spend 15 and 20 minutes with you for sure to explain the benefits of the chap for the chapter and for the members in like abundantly. It's, it's a missed opportunity for sure, Sarah. It's a missed opportunity and it's, it's a, it's a marketing line item. 
Uh, it's it's yeah. the easy button when you engage with Ringmaster. You're pressing the easy button. Somebody will own it. There's a there's a member in your chapter that will absolutely own this role. Uh, but to that member, you know, call me. I'll let you know how easy it is because uh, Casey's team makes it super easy. Again, time blocking each podcast is 90 minutes. That's all. A half an hour of a pre-call, 60 minute of recording, and they do everything else. And it's unbelievable the work that they do. I agree. Awesome. Well, thank you both. Sarah, thank you much for coming on here, sharing your wisdom. I, it's been so fun to watch your flight uh, and your journey as a host. Uh, and and you as well, Mark. It's been great to work with both of you and hash things out. I, I can't wait to learn more uh, from you as I, as I continue to listen to your podcast. So thank you both. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. Thank you all right, nice everyone. Thank you. Thank you. you. Nice so to meet you, listening. Sarah. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice for a new episode each week and share this with everyone and anyone. If you have any questions or comments or have an idea for another guest, feel free to shoot me an email at mstyles at styles-law.com. That's M-S-T-I-L-E-S at styles-law.com. And if you are a real estate professional, be sure to check us out on our private exclusive Facebook page, The Real Estate School at 892 for content and Massachusetts continuing education opportunities. Be well, folks. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide legal or financial advice or an endorsement of any product or business. The views expressed by podcast guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Please seek legal, financial, or tax advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein.